welcome into another episode of Cyberly. I'm your host, Blythe Burley, voter of Digital Dispatch, and we are live here in Orlando at the beautiful Gaylord Resort for TMSA's Level Up Conference. I am joined now with Bianca Sanchez. She is the Marketing and Social Media Manager over at Hirschbach, and your branding at Hirschbach is, I would say, the best that I've seen in the industry. It's the sort of a modern, like graffiti style, yes. like a, t- tell us a little bit about how that brand was uh, born. Awesome. Yes. We, we love our graffiti <laughs> and, and you hit it right, right on the head. We do, uh, it is a very graffiti inspired brand and it has an interesting backstory. Um, our owners, Brad and Jelaine Pinchuk, um, they are incredible people. I, I'm going to tell you, I love working for this company because I love them. And Jelaine is an an artist and that's what she has done for her life and she's been very involved in community arts programs and when they moved to dubuque so our our company headquarters i'm going to take you back here let's do it (laughs) we're going to take you back our company headquarters actually started in south sioux city nebraska and uh, eventually it moved in the 2000s over to dubuque iowa and so part of them moving over there and becoming part of the community, Jelaine got involved in the community arts programs and they do this very cool event every year. It's called Art Splash. And they asked if they could bring some trailers in. If you've ever been to Dubuque, Iowa, there are murals all over the buildings in the downtown area. Absolutely gorgeous. Very big on um, promoting their local and artistic community. Love it. It's an eccentric little town and I, I really dig the vibe over there. But they brought in graffiti artists to do these things. And they asked if they could take some of our old trailers and do graffiti art on them, kind of like how you see on rail cars. And so it was so inspiring and it looked so good that our owner, Brad, wanted more (laughs) graffiti trailers. And so we did, we did more graffiti trailers. I think we had up to uh, 10 at one point that were hand painted with graffiti art on the sides. And then eventually he said, I want our branding to be graffiti. And I had started not long after this, uh, before this conversation happened. And I said, huh? (laughs) (laughs) Graffiti, what? (laughs) And so at first I I was a little like, I don't know how this happens. But we worked with this uh, fantastic company based out of Dubuque called Gigantic. And they were able to kind of see what, the main graffiti artists we were working with um, had developed, pulled some inspiration from that, and that's how they created our initial branding. And we've just gone with it from there. And it has been the coolest project to work on and just kind of keeping developing this, turning it into art that if you look at our trucks, it actually goes, the art goes from the trucks onto the trailers. It's one cohesive piece of art and it looks absolutely fantastic out on the road. That that's, was one of the first things that blew me away, especially because you, you also tie it into your website and yes. all your social media, and, and I'll get into that for, for a sec, in, in just a second, but let's get a little bit of background on, on you, how you yeah. got into the transportation world. You went to <laughs> UF, which is I right, did. you know, a hop, skip, and a jump yes. from here in Orlando. Um, give us a little background on, on your career and how you got started in transportation. So I, uh, I, I'm a Florida girl, born and raised, not just down the road, in Lakeland, oh, wow. Florida, actually, and I went went to Gainesville to attend the University of Florida, stuck around for a while. Um, I, my background before joining trucking was actually a lot of government and um, education. So I worked for the University of Florida, then I, I came to 
I met my husband. He is a native Iowan. And we lived in Florida for a while, but he convinced me to go. I was going to say, there's a lot of deep sides here. <laughs> he convinced me to go to Iowa. And as much as my Florida heart misses Florida, um, I will say the most fantastic thing that came out of the move was getting the job with Hirschbach. Mm. So when I first moved up there, I worked for the school district and um, I was not satisfied. Uh, and I, I met our chief. She's now our chief people officer. And she said, what do you do? And we were talking about it, and she goes, I could use your skills. And I really would like for you to come to Hirschback, come check us out. So they had just decided to open a position for a marketing person. They'd never had a marketing, oh, wow. a true marketing team before. And I applied, and they said, you're hired. And so I started learning about trucking. <laughs> I had a little bit of knowledge uh, in the past from managing a feed store, so really just like on the shipping and receiving side of things. So that was my first foray into really learning about the trucking business and thank God for good driver relationships and for people with a lot of fantastic knowledge in the industry. I've just been like a little sponge absorbing things and learning and I started working with our recruiting team. That's how we had to prove to management it was worth having marketing person yes. and what could I bring to the table to help the company. and. They said, let's start with recruiting. Let's see what we can do. And we've done, we implemented some amazing things and that have really been beneficial for the marketing and advertising for recruiting. And then I've taken on a lot of, of projects. I've taken on a lot of new roles within the company. And so now um, my job is servicing the entire company as a marketing person, not just the recruiting team. And so what, what does, I guess, sort of the landscape of, of Hirschbach look like? How, how many trucks, drivers, you know, that, that yeah. what is the size of the company? Uh, so Hirschbach itself is, uh, we're, we're pretty large and we're still growing. We're at uh, 2,500 trucks, like just um, within Hirschbach. We're right at 2,000, sorry, I should say. And um, we have local, we have dedicated, which is a regional base. And then we have over the road, we're refrigerated carrier. We, in the last year, we have acquired two companies, Lessers and JCT, John Krishner Trucking. Oh, wow. yeah. Uh, Lessers was absorbed into Hirschback and um, JCT is still running separately. So it has its own uh, company going on with some big assets over there as well. And we have, oh gosh, I want to say seven terminals wow. throughout the nation. I'd have to count them off on my <laughs> fingers to remember every single one of them. But we now have a terminal in, uh, in Dover, Florida, so right down the road here. Um, we have uh, some great spots like in the Midwest, Kansas City, Joliet, Illinois. Our main headquarters is based out of Dubuque. And the recruiting team is based out of Sioux City, Iowa. And so we've really grown exponentially since I worked here. When I first started, we were at about 700 trucks. And, and that's just in five years. Oh, so wow. I've been with the company just under five years. So in August, it'll be five. And we've grown a lot and a lot of amazing things happening. I want to say our trucks are full. So we're including our local division. I think we're at 2,500. And then uh, staff, we've got oh, 350 to 500 oh somewhere gosh. in there. It's kind of spread out. We have staff at all of our terminal locations. And so with your, your, your five years experience, especially, you know, over the last couple of years, which has just mm -hmm. been insane. So how have you managed, I guess, your marketing responsibilities? How, how has that evolved from when you first started to what you're doing now? It is, uh, oh, wow. So at, at first it was a lot of just, well, let's try this and let's try this. And, and there wasn't a lot of, uh, I want to say like reporting, there wasn't a lot of 
hey, this is our goal and this is what we need to have set. And so we really have had that evolution of um, being responsible for our OIs and what are the things that are working and it's, yeah, there's just been a lot of, I'm trying to think of all the things. It's kind of like, it's kind of crazy, but we have really, it's grown a lot and just putting all of those things in place just to kind of continue to say, wow, we've gone from here to here and this is what we're continuing to do each month. Did we hit what we were looking to do? What are those goals and how do we continue to take it to the next level? Mm. Like, I don't, I don't, and I know our company is not the kind that just sits back and says, hey, it's working great right now. Let's keep it. No. So you want to keep pushing. Yeah. What, what does, I guess, sort of the, what, what does your marketing landscape look like? Are you focused on the website, email campaigns, social, kind of all of the above? <laughs> of like, the what above. does that look <laughs> All of the above. Um, and, you know, I've seen it a lot in, in the trucking industry. You know, marketers, we wear a lot of hats. And um, and we're, we're pretty good at, at getting a lot of things accomplished with a very small team. And so for me, <laughs> we're, we hear, I hear a lot of, I'm a team of one. I'm a yes. team of two to three. The one-person marketer. Yes. And so uh, we all have those days where we say, okay, which are the balls that we have to juggle mm. right now? And which ones can kind of sit there for a few minutes and then we'll come back to them. Uh, so yes, making sure that the content on the website is up to date and it's refreshed and we are still working on building out more content to it. And, but also, um, those, we have a lot of those things in place with the email automations mm -hmm. and, and our advertising is grow is doing really well. So we just kind of pay attention to it, make tweaks. It's something we do on a monthly basis. Uh, but it just varies on what what's hot at the moment and it, do we have an acquisition coming up or or did something change so it kind of shifts hmm. with the wind a little bit is uh, it just you on the marketing team so it do, is. do you i guess utilize maybe like outsourcing help or agency we do. help yeah absolutely we um i I mentioned gigantic. Uh, so if we're if we're coming up to something, I'm kind of the in-house uh, graphic designer uh, as well as the marketer. And if it's something that I've just got a lot going on and we need big production on things, I I will push that off. So we do have a lot of creative help in that capacity. We have a wonderful AV person who just joined the team within the last year, and he audio has video, right? audio video. Yeah, okay. Yep. Uh, we do a lot of video production. Really? A lot. Um, we, this is one of my big things that I love. We started a podcast and um, it got the attention of the executives and they said, we really like this. We like what you're doing. Show us more. And now they have taken the podcast no and they're way. running with it. All right. Let's, let's talk about that because that's what, uh, that's my bread and butter. Yeah. I love podcasting. Um, so, so tell me, how did you, why did you start the podcast? <laughs> I just had a moment. I stood, I stood, I'm telling you, my world is hilarious sometimes. I stood up one day, I looked at our chief people officer, and I just said, I'm putting this out there in the world. I feel very strongly that we need to do a podcast. And I feel like we, I have something to say. I feel like I can be the, I can provide a platform to give people the opportunity to say things that they want to say. And I think that other people would like to hear that. And when you stop and think about it at the time when we started it, a lot of people weren't doing podcasting with trucking. And when you're trying to reach drivers, especially, they spend a lot of time where they can just listen and they don't necessarily want to watch a video. They want to listen to the content. And so I said, this is just an opportunity where we can speak to them and, and we can just share the good things that are going on in trucking, the good things that are going on at Hirschback. And it, it gave an opportunity for 
this person who would never connect with that person and hear what those people do, hear how they feel, give their words of wisdom. And I just felt very strongly we needed to do it. And so they said, okay, run with it. And we launched it, we did it. And I got a little overwhelmed because it's just marketing. So when the president was like, yes, we're going to, we're going to do, we're going to take this on. And so the executives started doing a weekly podcast and they are, um, they, it's an amazing tool. It goes on both like the podcast platform as well as um, a video content for them. So we, we take the audio, we put it on the podcast, but then we have the video content available. So did it start out with like driver interviews or, yes. uh, you know, interviews within the company? How did yes. you sort of structure the, those initial conversations? Uh, when, when we first started, I said, okay, what are the hot topics? Who do people want to hear from most? What's the content we really want to get out there? Uh, that I just wish somebody were able to talk to this person for 45 minutes. <laughs> and those were the ones we started with. And so a lot of it was starting internally, talking to people within like the management team, and then uh, starting to talk to some of our drivers, especially our experienced ones who have those really good pearls of wisdom. We, we have a driver, he's one of my favorite interviews. His name is Keith Allison. He's been with the company for 20 years, but his experience is so like, oh gosh, like 35 years in the oh, wow. industry. like. And he is like the biggest safety guru out there. And if you just stop and listen to him, like the, the pearls that he's dropping of wisdom are just incredible. And so we started talking with our drivers so that we could share that their input as well. And uh, then I started talking to a few people outside of our company just who, um, who had good content the drivers would be interested in. Um, we talked to ATBS and, um, to learn more about like services and ways that drivers could benefit from, uh, using a tax service for those who are independent contractors or owner operators. So it was just a ways to kind of share some of our, sorry, (laughs) you gotta love Florida with the bugs. Yeah. So just ways to share information. And, and now it's really kind of turned into like state of the business and um, what are the things that are happening mm-hmm. within the company. And so now the, the executive team just, lo- so you didn't have to go through like the, I guess, jumping through the hoops of trying to convince the executive team that this was a smart thing. You just did it. We just kind of did and it. And they said, we love it yeah. and started handling it themselves. Yeah. It, it kind of started as a, as more of a marketing a tool in a sense, just to kind of connect with drivers. And then they just really loved it. Uh, I started having a few guests like jump on and uh, that were within the office. So kind of like a co-host kind of situation. And they heard one of those and they were just like, this is great. Like, let's, <laughs> let's talk. And they've just kind of run with it. And we're actually, we're going to bring it back um, from a different side. So now that that's really going with the updates, um, the model was a bit of a hybrid originally where it was updates plus content. Um, now we're going to tell the stories. Like we just want to get to know people and, and hear the stories, um, and what people have to say. And I, I just love listening to like the true crime. (laughs) And so I just love building stories and hearing more. And that's, we're going to, we're going to add on to that. I love that approach because I, every time I watch one of those shows, especially when you're staying at a hotel, cause I, I, I watch more TV than I ever have. And I yeah. watch those types of channels, yes. like those true crime shows here more than anything <laughs> yeah. at a hotel. And I, it's always involving some <laughs> kind of truck. Like somebody's body is getting shoved into a truck or drugs or whatever. Yes. It's, it's just fascinating how many stories yes. that you can tell within trucking. I mean, not obviously the bad, but you can also tell the good stories too, which I'm sure is what you might focus yes, on. Yeah. No, I don't, I don't want to get into the true crime stuff. But <laughs> probably but best to avoid that. Yes, yes, yes. 
<laughs> we try try not to show up in those commercials. <laughs> so how are you how are you filming these? Is, is it directly all in the office? Uh, yes. So we've we've actually set up a studio in the corporate office with, um, and it's it's really cool. They've got the whole uh, room padded down so that it like the acoustics are better. It's got a green screen behind it so they can kind of put what they want up there, and um, the executive team can just kind of go in and sit and talk. Our AV uh, guy, he's got it set up with the mics and the cameras and he just kind of cranks out the content we do live stream um, during the actual conversation and then we turn around and produce it um, after the fact to put it on other platforms but and so where are you live streaming it as I am YouTube YouTube yeah and so it's all YouTube yeah and then from there you're taking it you're putting it on the podcast you're putting mm -hmm. it out on social media talk a little bit about what that distribution plan looks like is it putting the whole episode out there is it maybe putting you know clips of the episode um, what does that look like it, it is actually the full episode that goes out um, we are that is one of the areas I want to take it for the next level um, as a team of one sometimes you get spread a little thin but yes. just using those clips of content and uh, turning around making it bite-sized pieces that you can share out on social media platforms uh, is is one of the places we want to go for sure uh, but we do share the full episode so it live streams the whole thing on YouTube and then after the fact we the full episode goes out we share it on social media we have a lot of groups on Facebook that are for our drivers and they're very active and so those will hit the groups and then we have a mobile app for our drivers as well so oh, wow. it, it it automatically hits the playlist on the mobile app as soon as he produces it and um, so yeah it's, those that. are the places where it goes and so whenever you are, you know, thinking about social media and the, mm -hmm. and the things you want to do in the future, where are you guys currently active at and where are you finding the most success? So interesting topic. Yes. Uh, Facebook is huge. Uh, I think that's in trucking in general. There's a lot of drivers on Facebook. There's a lot of companies on Facebook. So Facebook is big for us. Um, we do uh, quite a bit on on YouTube now that we have somebody who can kind of help manage that content. So we're, we're pretty active on YouTube. We have a presence on Instagram. Um, LinkedIn is growing for us. And then uh, TikTok. TikTok's the big guy. And uh, we've but we, we try to have fun content. We try to come up with some really great things that are going to catch people's attention. And, and that has been an interesting, I'll, I come Give up with a couple examples of, of, of the TikTok because you're the second person now on this, on, on this interview that's talked about growing oh, the TikTok account. TikTok, TikTok, TikTok. <laughs> it, I, I joke about that. It's kind of like the bane of my existence because in order to really produce good content, you need to know what's trending. You need to know what the good content is and you can sit on it for hours. And I'm like, I have so many other things I need to be working on. And, but it just, it's great. It's great. And so bites, yes. And you're just like, just one more. <laughs> <laughs> you give yourself time limits and then you yes. never abide no, by them. No, <laughs> no. And it's like, oh, well, I went over. One more. So, but we, um, and the funny thing is, is you can make something really, really great and you think it's hilarious and it just doesn't get a lot of like views. And then if you hop on one of those trending sounds, it, it blows up and it's incredible. And uh, one of the people who helps me with the TikTok, um, she is, is part of my team, but she manages, we have a company store and she's right in the thick of where our fleet is. And so she helps a lot with the content management and creation on TikTok. And she'll say, oh gosh, there, there's negative <laughs> comments. I'm like, you know what though? It's, it's helping us trend and, and we can respond back in a really positive way. 
But back to your question about some good content and some, some things that have really blown up. We actually have a mascot. His, we, we call him Fireball. And he's like a flaming dragon. And him, don't ask where it came from. But he's, he's so cool. And so he'll go out and do TikTok dances. And, and those have, have done very well, as well as ones that, um, where we're showing kind of uh, the contrast between past and present. Mm -hmm. So kind of just hopping on any of those TikTok trends. And then there is, there is one that is on there, and I'm, I would actually almost want to show you the video itself. It, has, it just blew up. And it is, I simply was driving down the access road, and I was like, oh, there's one of our charcoal trucks. And the charcoal color is my absolute favorite. Um, that was the one when we picked the fleet colors. I was like, please, charcoal. I love it. It's gorgeous. And I saw it sitting there, and we had our little flags, like, waving in front of it. And so I'm driving <laughs> by with my phone, and I just filmed the truck. And I, I put it with um, this trending sound, and we've gotten so many views <laughs> and so many comments from it, and it's been incredible. And um, and so TikTok really is, it's it, it's up and coming for that area for advertising purposes, obviously, but it's also just a place to kind of engage and have a little bit of fun and not take yourself too seriously. I think so. that you, you hit the nail on the head because TikTok for me, I either laugh or I learn yes. every time I'm on the platform. Yes. Even if it takes hours of my day, yes. every single day, it still is giving me value versus other social media platforms, which yes. don't technically give me that same value. Yes. And now when you had mentioned earlier about Facebook, because Facebook for me is just one of those we talk about TikTok and how you yeah. know that's the growth of that platform yeah. and how everybody is you know gravitating towards that one. But then you think about Facebook and Facebook for me is something I just don't put any effort in anymore. Right. But you mentioned that you have several drivers that or several mm -hmm. driver groups that are very active. Yes. Where are you still finding the value in Facebook? It there it's still they're still there. The drivers are still there. I don't know if it's that age demographic that they're paying attention, mm -hmm. but I think a lot of it has to do with the groups. Groups are very, very active on Facebook and it gives the drivers a place to talk to each other. Mm -hmm. And, and that is why Facebook still has a lot of value is because they're there. Um, and they, it's a place where they're coming to talk to each other. Mm -hmm. And so while they're there, they're looking and they'll stumble across, they'll see the ads, it is incredible the amount of advertising that goes on on Facebook. We've all seen it where we talk about something and then the next thing you know, it's... Creepy hour. It is. spying on us. And, you know, for some of the people in trucking, I feel almost bad. I scroll through mine. Uh, I have a work profile and it is literally just advertisement after advertisement after advertisement in trucking. It is incredible the amount of advertising that goes on for trucking on Facebook. Are you handling those ads or do you, is that something that an agency probably maybe takes care of? Um, the majority of our Facebook advertising is through an agency. Um, we do a little bit in-house for some of our other things, but um, yeah. It's just a whole different beast. It that is. I, I've tried to tackle myself and it failed and fall, you know, fell flat on my face. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of Facebook advertising wasted a lot of money oh um, yeah just because you didn't know the nuances of it yeah. and but it forced me to to learn yeah you lose money it forces you to learn <laughs> and it's it's a competitive space mm -hmm. oh gosh it's competitive but it's it's a place to, to make contact with drivers and um you know linkedin is up and growing like it really is and uh, i'm guilty of not being good at managing my own profile, my personal profile. Uh, I, I think as a lot of marketers, we just, we get 
we get a little overwhelmed with social media sometimes. Yes. And for ourselves personally, we're like, no, I just don't want to engage right. anymore. But it, it's a fantastic platform. Yes. It's really grown a lot. And so um, making our presence a little bit better, a little bit bigger, um, tweaking it. Are you from the company side yeah, or the both, personal side or both? Both, both, yeah. yeah. Uh, I've found it's, especially with, with some of the things, the changes, the growth we've had at Hirschback, it's a great way for me to connect is on a personal level. So that's where we connected with, yeah, all, with yeah, absolutely. LinkedIn. Absolutely. Um, and so when you're, you're thinking about these different platforms and where you want to spend your time and energy, where are you prioritizing? Is, is it kind of just everywhere or you want to really hone in on one or two platforms? Yeah. What does that look like for you? So at, at first we were very like, oh, we got to hit all of them. And it, that is just not that's not effective. And so I have reduced it to, we, we spend the most of our, our time and effort on Facebook, LinkedIn, and TikTok. And then, uh, our Instagram is kind of a, it's there. Yeah. It, it's, it's just something so people can continue to see us. It's there. We, we utilize the content we've created for other platforms on it and, uh, and tweak it a little bit. So it's Instagram, but we focus on those on Facebook, LinkedIn, and TikTok right now. So let's let's pick back up right where you were mentioning the different social media platforms mm -hmm. of, of the ones you like to fa focus on. So mm -hmm. it's Facebook, it's it's LinkedIn, and it's TikTok. And so not so much Instagram, but what about some of the other channels? Are you doing email marketing? Oh, Are yeah, you, you absolutely. Know, funneling people to your website? What, what does that other part of your marketing plan look like? Absolutely. We do a lot of, um, that was a big one that I took on when I came on board, was actually remarketing. Um, and we do a lot of that through email and text messaging. And we, oh, text messaging. That's interesting. Yep. Yeah, it's actually a great way for recruiting. Really? Don't want to give away all of our secrets. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> because I'm going to have my next question. How are you approaching <laughs> Don't want to give away all of the secrets. Our recruiting team might be like, Bianca, seriously. Um, but we, uh, email marketing was a, was a big platform for us when, when I came on board. And uh, we've really grown that. We've got it kind of going and and, and that's great. With our rebrand on our website, we, we do funnel a lot of traffic there as well. And then like a lot of other uh, carriers, we do, we do a lot of um, advertising through third-party um, vendors. So we, we have that mix, but from the marketing side of things, yep, email, text messaging, those are big ones for us along with the social media. Is the primary goal for all of your marketing is, is recruiting? Is that safe to say? That is uh, the biggest piece of the pie. We do, um, we do want to focus for our customers as well. And so, um, and then also the people side, um, you know, we, every company Employee needs, recruiting. yes, every company needs great talent. And so getting the story out there so people can see like what, what sets Hirschback apart. And we have a, we have a tagline you'll see a lot that says not your typical trucking company. And we, we own it. We love it. We are not your typical trucking company, but why aren't we your typical trucking company? And so we like to tell those stories, get the word out there. We've, we've started a series of videos where we're talking to drivers and we're talking to staff, we're talking to diesel tech so that people who are looking to possibly want to join Hirschback can see it from the inside. Oh, that's cool. Mm -hmm. And so you're using a lot. Is that one person like AV guy? I know. <laughs> I all know. Of this? Uh, he loves it when I'm like, Hey Tom, <laughs> I got another one for you. Um, we, we team up a lot and, um, I, we, we work together. We partner together to kind of funnel in some people to talk to. And we, we set it up and we say, Hey, um, we'd really love for you while you're here to sit down and have an interview with us. Um, we're going to shoot some B roll with you. And, and we, 
they're short little pieces, they're, they're little clips, and, but we can cross utilize, obviously, for advertising purposes and just content, being able to put out content, gosh, in marketing, it's all content, 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 content creation. Drill it into our heads. <laughs> <laughs> and so we, it's great for us. And plus it helps show from the people side. So we've got, drivers is huge uh, for, for us, because we're a carrier, we're asset-based, you know, we, we need drivers. So that's a huge piece of our puzzle when it comes to marketing. And then we have our, our customer side and then we have the people side. And so from your, earlier when we were talking, so driver recruiting is a, a big part of yeah. your role, but then you're also very close with the drivers themselves. Mm -hmm. Are you seeking them out or are they kind of, are you seeking them out for interviews or are <laughs> they kind of just calling and checking in to see, you know, yeah. how you're doing? How does, how do you develop those driver relationships? Well, in social media comes into that. Mm -hmm. So, um, I, through social media, I've developed like my persona online I, and it's me, it's, you know, I'm Bianca but I interact a lot in those Facebook groups that I mentioned and answering questions for drivers. I'm just a resource for them. So they can say, oh my gosh, I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know who to talk to. Just people will say, just reach out to Bianca. She'll point you in the right direction. And, and I've developed relationships with people so that they know that if um, they can rely on me to get the information, even if I don't know it, it's not my area, I will find the person who can help make that happen. And so it's just developing those relationships with them predominantly through social media. And then we actually have, you know, we all wear multiple hats. I'm one of the event planners for the company <laughs> and we have a huge event every year. It is my favorite yeah, it's my favorite time of the year. My second is Driver Appreciation Week. I love Driver Appreciation Week, but uh, we do a best of the best banquet and it is my favorite time of the year. We honor our top tier drivers and we bring them in, put them up in a hotel for the night so that they can get off the road, get in, clean up and come down and party with us. And we celebrate them. It's all about them. And we have a, a dinner, we have an award ceremony, oh, awesome. we have like entertainment, we have all kinds of things going on. And through that, um, I have also developed relationships, you know, especially for people who've been with us for multiple years. You know, I help organize them coming in, getting their hotel rooms, the event, the night that's happening. And so through that, you just naturally start developing these relationships. And, I, you know, they're text messaging me, they're sending me mail. Uh, messages through Facebook. They're sending me emails and they're like, can't wait to see you. Aww. And they're like, Hey, Hey, do you have this? You know, we'll, we'll see you on Thursday. And it's just, it's an amazing thing just to kind of connect and, and know that, you know, people know you and you know them and it just makes it so much more personal. It's not just uh, you and know. that's such a big part of retention because yes. everybody talks about their you know, driver shortage, which it's really about retention and yeah. keeping those good drivers and then still using their stories to recruit other yes. better drivers maybe. Um, so how do you, I guess, sort of tie it back with marketing? It's always the ROI question. What of does course. ROI look like? For, for you at Hirschback? Well, ROI uh, is, a, is a number of things for, <laughs> for me in my area. Um, but obviously, um, are we, we, we have a lot of metrics on the recruiting side. Like, are we hitting, um, are we having the call volume that we need? Are we getting the app levels that we need? Um, and then, you know, are those things converting into full-on applications? That's the recruiting side of things. Um, on the people side as well, um, 
we do advertising for that and are we getting the applications that we need do we have the talent pool coming in are we hitting the right areas do people do people see us and um and so those are all metrics that we can measure obviously and then um you know we we look at the things like um the hits that we're getting to the website, uh, the new visitors, you know, are we getting new traffic? And so we look at all the typical things that people look at and we say, we can boil it down and say, yes, it's working or it's not working. <laughs> like, uh, it, it, it's pretty quick that we can figure out if it's not working. Um, but we, we definitely watch our numbers. And so when you're, you're doing all of the things and you're wearing all of the hats, is there anything in marketing that you want to do more of that you haven't done yet? Oh gosh. Yeah. There's a lot. I mean, <laughs> yeah, there's, there's always more. And, um, gosh, I'm trying to think we're, I mean, it can sound like you, you have podcasts, YouTube, like TikTok, like you're hitting all of the big things. Uh, yes. Yes. Well, obviously for me, um, growing our TikTok out even more, um, one of the hard parts is that it takes time to create. And so trying to get a team of people to kind of help um, with managing, creating the content, developing good content, and then getting it to where we're generating more and more and in advance. <laughs> those are the, those are the important things. Um, the new, the new areas, I, I really feel like we have a lot of opportunity in, um, in, in platforms where we can kind of be the thought leaders and, um, just getting more information like the white papers out and um, case studies. Yes, case studies. Getting, like getting our name out there. These are things we haven't done simply on a time management mm -hmm. level because um, we've been busy growing these other areas. But now that they're, you know, clicking and going, like these are the places I want to take it to. And um, just building out our, our content strategy plan just even more like from a personal standpoint, that's where I want to go. <laughs> Those so, are the things I want to add. Well, I think that that's a, that's a perfect place to, to sort of end on with, with this conversation. Where can folks follow your work, connect with you, connect with yeah, Hirschbach, absolutely. all that good stuff? Um, well, Hirschbach.com. Go check out our website. Uh, if you want to find me personally, Bianca Sanchez. Um, <laughs> you might find me under Blakely. I know there's a lot of Bianca Sanchez's <laughs> out there in the world, but Bianca Blakely and uh, Bianca Blakely Sanchez. Sorry little spastic right now. I apologize. Uh, you can find me on LinkedIn. You can find me on Facebook and uh, reach out, connect and Bianca.Sanchez at Hirschbach.com. Connect with me by email and I would love to talk with you. Awesome. Thanks so much, Bianca. Of course. I hope you enjoyed this episode of the Digital Dispatch Podcast. And if you did like it, I would love if you could rate and review the show on Apple or Spotify. It'll take you like two minutes of your time, but it helps a ton for a creator like me to be able to show that review like a badge of honor. And it also helps the show get discovered by others. If you'd like to see more of my work, head on over to digitaldispatch.io. I've got some new content collections under the resources tab for folks who are freight brokers, truckers, carriers, freight agents, and also a best of collection for how to fix your website and how to fix your marketing. It's all completely free. And again, that tab is under resources over on the digitaldispatch.io website. The website also includes some links to our social media accounts, along with my products and services, in case any of that is of interest to you. Once again, my name is Blythe Bremleve, and I thank you for sharing your attention with me today. Until next time, have a magical day.